We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to give a quick shout out to our partner, Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, and I started to give them a try because I realized that in order to be the real champion of my life, I have to take care of my body. It's an absolute non-negotiable. So I was looking for a comprehensive supplement that I could take daily as a way to increase my overall health and good habits. Because I've realized that one small thing every day is the quickest way that I can create lasting change in my life. And I think about it like this. My choices and my actions matter. So I think of taking AG1 as a choice that is a vote for the person that I want to become someone who's balanced, vibrant, healthy, and full of energy. And that's why I love AG1. It tastes so great and it gives me everything that I need to feel my best. So if all-in-one comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go over to athleticgreens.com coachable. That's athleticgreens.com coachable today. Welcome to the Coachable Podcast. Around here, we believe that life is the ultimate training ground for finding out what you are truly made of. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, high performance coach and breathwork facilitator. And each week I share intimate conversations and inspirational stories from some of the world's most successful people. It's time to stop standing on the sidelines of your life and get your head and your heart back in the game. So take a seat, grab a pen, because you're going to want to take notes as I pull back the curtain on the tools, resources, and inspiration that you need to unlock your inner champion. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Coachable Podcast. I am your host, Tori Gordon. I'm a peak performance coach content creator, breathwork facilitator, speaker. I do a lot of things around here, but today I come to you as one, but I really stand on the shoulders of like 10,000, honestly. Uh, Everybody that came before me allows me to do what I do. My mom, my sister, my grandparents, my whole lineage. I mean, I couldn't and wouldn't be who I am or where I am without my family. And you guys are part of my family. This community matters so, so, so much to me. And when I come to you guys, and today this is a solo episode, just me and you hanging out, going to talk and get to know each other a little bit better. 
when I come to you and I share my heart and I share what I've learned and I share what I'm going through my experiences, I know and that I'm not alone in it. And I hope you feel safe. I hope you feel seen. I hope you feel supported because that is why the show exists. Because I truly believe that everything that we go through in life is prepping us and promoting us to our next level, even if we can't see it in the moment. And this community, this show started because I wanted a safe space to express myself. I wanted a place where I could start to get honest about what was going on in my life. I wanted to interview people that could help me learn how to navigate the things I was experiencing. Because you don't come out of the womb knowing these things. You're not taught how to navigate life's hardships all the time. You're not taught how to clean up what I call the emotional debris that gets left around when life storms come through. And I know so many of you guys know what I'm talking about because you've, you've let me know that loud and clear. Most recently, I had several pieces of content on TikTok go viral. If you don't follow me over there, my, my name is the Tori Gordon, I'm the Tori Gordon on TikTok and Instagram, but definitely go check out what we're doing over there. And uh, I put out a mini docu-series, if you will, um, kind of letting you guys in to who I am, what work I do, why I do it. And in that video, I shared about this concept that I have uh, called, about, called emotional storms. And um, that comes from actually living and surviving a massive F4 tornado, which I shared in that video, and witnessing the destruction and the damage that's left behind when a storm comes through. And what so many of you guys related to was this concept and this idea of how life will throw around emotional debris when something hard happens, something that maybe you weren't prepared for. That could be job loss. That could be bankruptcy. That could be divorce, heartbreak, a diagnosis, which was the case in my life. And like most storms, when they come through, it leaves all of this debris and this destruction. And we typically go out and we clean up and no one teaches us how to clean up emotional debris. And that's the thing you guys kept saying, Tori, how do we do that? Where do we start? Because I'm up to here and I can't breathe and I can't see past my trauma and I can't see past the things that I've been through to find clarity or hope or energy just to get through my day. I just feel like I'm buried under the weight of it all. And if that's you, then this podcast episode is, is for you. And there's going to be more content on this topic. But I want to start with saying that cleaning up the emotional debris requires what I consider to be the most important virtue we could have, right? The most important virtue for me is courage. I said in one of my talks recently that I didn't come to this stage in my life or healing process as a result of avoiding hard things. Um, doing hard things, whether it be chasing your dreams, starting a podcast, sharing your story, um, having a hard conversation, being honest, uh, telling someone you're sorry, 
saying I love you. These are all hard things for a lot of us. And oftentimes we avoid doing hard things because we're afraid of what will happen. We're afraid of of the rejection. We're afraid that we'll, we'll be swept up by it. We're afraid we'll never get over it. And it takes courage to do the thing you're scared to do. And I think about every moment in my life that I look back on and think it was like a meaningful moment. It was like one of those moments in my life where it was like I took a different path or that decision led to something great, some kind of breakthrough. And it always required courage. I don't know if we can actually do great things without it. Um, Because cur, the root word of courage means heart. It means you have to be connected to your heart. And it's vulnerable (laughs) to do those things, right? And um, there's a quote by Maya Angelou that I absolutely love that I want to share with you in regards to courage because it has been something I have clung to um, throughout my life. And it says, courage helps us to climb to immeasurable heights and rise from immeasurable depths. So whether you are at the height of your career or your relationship or your life, or you are in the darkest depths that you've ever experienced, courage is what's going to help to bring you out of that. because. We have to face it. When, when people ask me, Tori, how do we start to clean up, up, up the emotional debris? How do I start to filter through the damage? How do I start to look at the things that are no longer working in my life as a result of this thing that happened? Because think about it. When a storm comes through, power lines are ripped up. In my home, there was a gas line that was ripped up. Things aren't working properly. There's no power. Maybe you're... You don't, if your hurricane comes through, maybe you don't have running water, maybe you don't have heat, whatever it is, things aren't working as they once did. And so how do we start to repair it? We have to look at and assess the damage. And that's hard to do for a lot of us because we don't want to see and face that truth. But the truth is, The longer you live in denial or distraction or numbing or running from it, you will only ever get a like secondhand life. It will just be, it'll be like something that was just meant to be, you know, most damage is like thrown away and you're just like living in that environment all day long and you're wondering why you're not feeling the way you want to be feeling. Um, And so I think part of this process starts with saying, I'm willing to face it. I'm willing to look at it. I'm willing to get honest about what happened. And so the first step for you guys in this process is coming into acceptance, okay? Coming into acceptance. Our suffering, let's just define that for first, because this show and the work that I do 
exist for one reason, to relieve unnecessary suffering. I think there are so many people who are living and suffering in silence that don't know how to get out of their situation. They don't have hope. They're feeling completely defeated by life and its circumstances. And the cards that they've been dealt feel like a shitty hand. And I know what that feels like. And I have switched my perspective that life happened to me and I am a victim of the circumstances that I am in to everything that's happening to me is setting me up and trying to help me evolve into the person I am meant to become. That there is a lesson in every single challenge because ultimately suffering, the thing that I really believe my mission in life is to help relieve and release from my, my personal experience and from those that I encounter. What is suffering? Suffering is discontent. It's a prolonged living with anything that we don't want to be experiencing, right? And we do all sorts of things to avoid suffering. How many pills do we take? How many drinks do we take? How many shopping sprees do we need to go on? How many Amazon boxes need to arrive at our door for us to not deal with the one thing that we need to deal with, right? I've been seeing on TikTok so many videos lately. I don't know how I got on the side of TikTok, which is so many people trying to um, wean off marijuana, nicotine, people who are vaping consistently. No judgment. We all have our vices. We, I, I have my own. But it's been in front of my face how many people are like, I know this isn't the path for me. I don't want to do these things every day. It doesn't make me feel good necessarily, or I'm having side effects from these choices but I, I'm addicted to it. We all have our addictions. And so weaning off of that, whatever addiction we might have, takes fucking courage because it's hard. Because all of a sudden, we're going to be a little less numb and we're going to feel a little bit more fully. And our, our default is to run away from that. So how do we end our suffering? How do we stop running from it? How do we let it in? Okay. Because you probably hear that and you're like, that's the last thing I want to do, Tori. Why would I do that? But because tens of thousands of you are like, this is me. This is how I've been living. And I don't know what to do. How do I, how do I stop suffocating? How do I learn to sleep at night? How do I look at myself in the mirror and not see someone who's damaged or broken? How do I start to create relationships that are actually fulfilling and filled with connection instead of surface level, you know, experiences? This is the path, okay? Acceptance being number one. What happened, happened. For a lot of us, this is very, very hard to come to terms with. What happened, happened. And Peter Crone says something that changed my life when I heard this. And it said, what happened, happened. And it couldn't have happened any other way because it didn't. If it was meant to happen a different way, it would have. So let that land for a second. How does that feel when you entertain that thought? It might piss you off. That's okay. 
it does. Might give you relief. It might give you hope. Whatever emotional reaction you're having to that, first of all, is, is okay. But for me, as I looked at my life and all of the ways I was fighting the, the truth, the reality of my circumstances, whether that be the loss of my mother and sister and grandparents and uncle or the state of my city after the tornado or how I felt out of after relationship after relationship ending uh, or moving to a new city to be with somebody and it not working with not working out and feeling, you know, disappointed. There've been so many disappointments in my life and so many times where I'm like, oh, I want this to be different. I want this to change. It shouldn't have happened. And every time I said that, it was I was in direct resistance to the truth and what was. And so accepting that what happened happened and it couldn't have happened any other way gave me a freedom of knowing that I didn't have to go back into my past and rewrite it that I, there was nothing I could have done to make it different. It wasn't meant to be different or it would have been. And so instead of, of living my entire life thinking, what if I could have gone back and changed it? What if that thing didn't happen? What if I'd said something different? What if I had been a little bit more compassionate? Or what if I didn't pick that fight with my partner, right? And being like, damn, I wish I hadn't done that. And then coming to acceptance and saying, but it did, but I didn't say that thing. Or maybe, but I did pick that fight. Or the last conversation I did have with that person ended whatever way it did, right? It happened. Can I just be with that reality? Because when you come into that awareness, you come into a the the real reality of life because other than that we're living in our mind and we're living in a fantasy we're we're hoping that we can wake up one day and life is just going to look completely different and it won't and so the the quickest way to change your life is to come to terms with what it actually is and so i had to say okay what happened happened now what am i going to do about it because i can't change the past I can only be responsible for what I do now. And that starts with looking at my involvement, looking at what story I created as a result of this thing happening to me. Because a lot of it's, some of it's not your fault. Sometimes you just went through something that you didn't have any choice in the matter. I didn't decide if a tornado was going to just come through my city. You know, I didn't, get to just decide. It's different when it's in a relationship and I had involvement, right? But like, regardless, picking up the pieces starts to look, it starts with looking at what story did I develop as a result of this thing happening to me? What result, what story did I develop about myself? What did I start to believe about the world, about God, about love, about healing, about money, whatever it is. And if you're not sure what that is, like just start to look at where in your life you're triggered or annoyed or pissed off or upset. And it will show you the open wound that is still bleeding. So I call this whole picking up the pieces process is like, this is like emotional rehab, okay? 
This is like if the game of life, you get blindsided, you're fucking knocked out, unconscious, you break a limb, you wake up and you're like, what the heck happened to me? This isn't what I was expecting. Most of us, when we get an injury, we understand that we need to go to rehab. We need to go to physical therapy. We need to start to rehabilitate. We don't do that with our emotions. We don't do that with our mental health. And I want to be the person that encourages you. That process needs to exist and it needs to be frequently applied when something happens that is hard and that leaves some kind of emotional damage. And so let's get, let's get used to normalizing, taking time, taking time to heal. It's normal. It's necessary. I say in a lot of my videos, time doesn't heal all wounds. It doesn't. But time is a necessary part of the process because you don't rehabilitate overnight. You don't heal a broken bone overnight. It takes time. So it's necessary. And so it might mean I need to take some time to start to look at all of the ways in which I've been impacted by this thing. I want to give a quick shout out to our partner, Athletic Greens. The Coachable Podcast is all about the game of life and learning how to play it. And what I've realized is that all great players have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. And a huge part of that is optimizing whole body health. For those of you who don't know, AG1 is a foundational nutritional drink that I started taking earlier this year as a way to spice up my supplement routine, double down on my athletic progress, and optimize my overall health. It's become an integral part of my daily morning ritual because with each serving of AG1, I get 75 high-quality ingredients that give me daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. Since starting to take it in the mornings, I've realized how much more energy I have. I used to need two to three cups of coffee to get going, but AG1 gives me a great morning boost, and it's a powerful microhabit that delivers macro benefits all day long. So if you want to level up your game and take care of your health like me, you definitely want to try out AG1 by Athletic Greens for yourself. If you do, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go over to athleticgreens.com coachable. That's athleticgreens.com coachable. Check them out today. Just practically in your life, what does accepting your pain or accepting, accepting your circumstance look like? It requires a level of surrender. So what that looks like for me is when I am in resistance to life, I can feel it in my chest. I can feel it in my body. I can feel it. I feel heavy. I feel dense. I feel like constricted and tight. So like, okay, what does it feel like to actually open my chest and put my shoulders back and get into an open posture instead of maybe being closed off, crossing my arms, sitting slouched, right? These are just physical manifestations and representations of what it likes to be, what it looks like to be constricted and closed. And so what I want you guys to start to think about is the concept of being open, breaking open so that you can break through instead of closing down because circumstances that are challenging that you've been through, they can either break you open or close you down. 
most people shut down. They shut down their heart. They start to wall themselves off. They start to isolate. They start to get bitter. They start to get resentful, right? And all of that is likely super valid, honestly. I just want to put that out there. If you are like, I don't want to trust anybody because the last person I dated or the last person I was married to cheated on me. That's a normal response, but is it going to get you the results you want long-term? If you want a healthy, loving relationship where you feel connected and vulnerable and open and safe and trusting, you're not going to get that by shutting yourself off to it, right? So we have to stay open. We have to let that hard experience break us open and we have to let it in. And so can we just start with simple things like breathing and feeling into your heart and can you open it instead of feeling the need to like shut down, constrict, close off. And part of that is surrender. Surrender is not giving up, okay? Surrender is saying, I give up the need to have it my way, right? It's saying like, I'm going to allow myself to be here and experience this thing um, and not fight it. I think surrender is an is the opposite of resistance. It's a state, surrender is a state of non-resistance. So look at your life, look at your circumstances and ask yourself, where am I in resistance to life? And can I surrender the outcome, the need to have it work out exactly the way I expect it to? Because I promise you, life can work out better than you expect it to. If you surrender the result, if you surrender the need to know exactly how it's going to go, exactly what path you're going to take. I could have never told you, I could never have gotten to where I am today. I could never be sitting in the studio if I expected life to follow exactly this like order of things that I had planned. I had a dream, I had a vision, I had an idea that I was committed to, and I surrendered the how of how it was going to happen. So part of this cleanup process looks like surrendering the need for it to be on your timeline when you think you should be healed enough. So many of us are like, oh, I should have been over this by now. Why is this thing still having an impact on me? Um, It's okay. It's part of the human experience and you get to give yourself permission to be human. You're not a robot. If you were not meant to be affected or hurt by things or upset by things, you would not be human. You would be like, I don't know if AI has feelings, (laughs) but like you're not a robot, okay? So allow yourself to be human and only allowing yourself to feel good feelings is not how we are designed to operate. We are the ones that decide if things are good or bad. So why can't we just neutralize and say there's no good or bad, right or wrong. It's just what is. And start to experience your thoughts and your feelings from that perspective. When I was going through, literally, I remember being on the bathroom floor. And we've all had bathroom floor moments. (laughs) Think about your bathroom floor moment. I was in San Diego in a penthouse apartment 
living with my major league boyfriend, major league player boyfriend. (laughs) And my life from the outside perspective looked amazing. And I was so depressed and felt like I couldn't tell anybody. And I remember being so viscerally upset. I was like, I didn't know it then, but I was kind of having a panic attack. And the guy I was dating, like, just didn't care. He was like in bed, did not (laughs) have any kind of response. He was just like, I'm going to let her cry it out. And I thought to myself on the bathroom floor, something I thought to myself when I was in sixth grade. And the thought was, I never want to feel this way again. When I was in sixth grade, I got my first letter grade I ever got. So I went to an elementary school where they didn't give out letter grades. And I was amazing at school. Then I went to to middle school and I got an F on my first test. And I remember crying in the hallway with my teacher. And I thought to myself then, I never want to feel this way again. And so that thought came across my mind. And I thought, okay, if I don't want to feel this way, I got to do something different. For me, when I was in sixth grade, it meant I had to prepare differently for my test. It meant I had to learn how to, I needed to adapt my studying habits. I needed to understand what was going to work for me in terms of schooling, et cetera, because I was like, I don't want to feel like a failure. When I was on the bathroom floor of this apartment, feeling completely alone and depressed and like I had nobody that I could talk to, I knew I needed to do something different, which I needed to create connections that were built on more than just the material and what looked good. I knew I needed to start to get in tune with my purpose because I was living a life that I was responsible for nothing. No one cared what time I got up in the morning. No one cared if I was showing up to work because I didn't have work to do. I was not contributing anything. I was just existing and living what a lot of people would think is like the dream life, but I felt worthless. And so being on the bathroom floor showed me that actually that wasn't the life I wanted to be living. As glamorous as it looked, it didn't feel glamorous. It actually felt very dark and sad. And so those moments of saying, I never want to feel this way again, was actually the It was actually the catalyst for me to take a new path and to do something I've never done before and to be coachable and to learn a lesson. This is trying to show me something. This feeling I'm feeling is not bad. It's information. It's trying to say, hey, you might be out of alignment right now. Hey, this thing that you're doing is not really aligned with your values and who you really want to be and how you really want to live. So it wasn't bad. It was perfect. That feeling I was, wasn't feeling wasn't, sure, it was painful, but it was perfect because it was exactly what I needed to evolve into the next iteration and version of me so that it was just painful enough so that I would never go back. And so I remember being on that floor and thinking to myself, I will not waste this moment. I'm not going to waste this feeling. If I'm going to feel it, I'm going to feel it. And I 
this experience isn't going to be wasted on me. I'm going to extract the lesson. I'm going to learn whatever I need to learn from it. And I'm going to change and I'm going to be better. And I'm going to learn from it. And I believe that nothing we go through, no matter how miserable, no matter how hard, I truly believe that nothing is ever wasted. It is for you. And you get to decide what that means for you. You get to decide what you're going to do about it. You get to decide where you're going to go from here. And no matter how many tears I cried, I remember thinking, what if every tear, I thought, because here's the thing, my relationship with God and the spiritual has definitely, in the ways that I talk about it, has definitely evolved over time. But I was like, how I get to decide what I make all of this mean. And what I decided then was like, every tear I cry is going to be bottled up. And one day when I get on the other side of this life and I am in eternity or whatever that looks like, somebody's going to come to me and give me a bottle of my tears and says, this was from this experience. This was, they were not one was wasted because this is what you learned from this. And it's going to have a label on it of like the lesson that I learned. And so that was the visual that I like took with me on the bathroom floor was like, none of this is wasted. None of this is like, I get to use it. This is for me. And one day I might not understand right now, but one day I'll get to tell the story of somebody, you know, of these tears and what I learned from them and how it shaped me. And that's what I'm doing now on the show. That's what I'm doing now on my social media channels. I'm telling of the stories of my hardest experiences ever. And y'all actually care and y'all listen. And y'all are like, hey, me too. I'm going through that. So it wasn't for nothing. But I decided it was not going to be for nothing. It's like, if I've got to go through this, I'm going to make it worth it. I'm going to make it mean something. And you are the one that gets to decide that. And so I hope that the things that you currently are walking through, whatever storm you're in the middle of, know that one, damage is inevitable. As a human being, it's not your job to go through life and be indestructible and not impacted and not affected by things. You will be. That is inevitable. But you get to decide what you do on the other side of it. You get to decide if you're going to do what you've always done or for a lot of us, when we get sick and tired of being sick and tired, only then is when we decide to do something new and different and let it break you open. This storm that you're in, whatever it is, let it break you open. Let it ask, help you ask the question, what is there for me in this for me to learn? What is this asking me to look at? What is where in life is this asking me to grow and expand instead of taking on the perspective of why me? Why is this happening? Why am I having to go through this? Ask who can help you. Listen to this show. Share it with friends. Come get resources. Maybe go to therapy. Maybe get a coach. Maybe get in a support group. Maybe 
find people that are interested in the same things you are interested in, right? Start to connect the dots little by little. And it's really these micro moments of being on the bathroom floor, or being in your kitchen, clean, cleaning or making a meal for yourself or taking a bath where you could go down a, a thought spiral and think about all of the, the ways that this is, you know, ruining your life. Or you could say, hey, I'm going to say thank you. Again, Maya Angelou, she is the one who's drilled this into my brain the most, which is every time something hard happens, say thank you. Because this is an initiation into your next level, into your next level of mission and purpose and power. And you are being invited in this storm to build back better than you've ever had before. So in the destruction and the, um, the damage, sometimes it's tr trying to tear down what's no longer meant for you so that you can build something back that's even stronger. So I just want to share that with you is when you're going through a really, really challenging time, let it break you open instead of close you down. And you can feel that in your body. You can feel that in your heart. So all of the places you're closed, those are your invitations to where can I start to open myself up again? Because the love, the peace, the joy that you really, really want is only accessible and available to you when you open to it. It can't come in if you're closed down. It can be at the door knocking and it can't come in because you've walled yourself off. And so it takes us back to my original point that that takes courage. It takes courage. It's inherently risky because sure, as soon as you open, you are vulnerable to something happening, to attack, to, to a storm, right? But you will have a reference point you will have context. You will have confidence that no matter what happens in your life, you can get through it because you have. If you were listening to the show, you've gotten through every hard thing you've ever been through. So it's not going to be the end. It's just the next level, the next iteration, the next version of you that's coming forward. And um, I hope that you find a little bit of hope knowing that the clouds will part. There is sunshine. There is an end to the storm. But don't live when the sun is shining and everything's over and maybe you're over the relationship ending or you're, you've gotten a new job after you've been fired or whatever and the clouds part, right? You don't have to live, though, with all the debris around. You, don't, you get to actually like have a new, beautiful, pristine life but it requires you to deal with the things you don't want to feel. So that's a little bit of what I have for you guys today. I just, um, again, as you know, how grateful I am uh, that you share your stories with me of your storms and the things you've been through. And I hope that this episode makes you feel a little less alone because you're not. Um, I promise you. And I hope if anything that I and an inspiration to you to know that you too can do this. You too can heal, that there is hope 
and that you and sharing your story gives hope to somebody else. And that's what the world needs more of. This is a community of people who are seeking, that want the truth. Don't hold that, withhold that from yourself. Be honest with yourself. How am I really? Because I promise when you do, there is freedom when you're honest. There is, <laughs> there's so much freedom in being, being honest and telling the truth. And the last thing I'll say is something else Maya Angelou said, which is um, she was asked a question about the greatest piece of advice um, that she has been given. And um, someone said to her, I know a lot. I know I know enough. And I like what I know. And basically what she says is, I know a lot and I know enough to apply what I know. To actually use it. To actually live what I know. Because we can know that it's important to accept. We can know it's important to surrender. We can know that it's important to forgive or to um, be grateful and say thank you. We can know that. It's not enough to know it. It's enough to know to live it and to apply it. So I hope what you take from this show is, yes, you have more information. Yes, you have some tools and you have some sort of a, a little of a process and we'll continue to get into more of this in the show. But like, don't just know it. Know enough to actually use it, apply it, live it. Because in applying it is when you're actually gonna feel the relief and actually start to clean up. So that's all I've got for you today, you guys. I love you. I am so, so grateful for this community um, and for your support. And I ask that if anything I say resonates with you, that you would share it, share it online, share it with a friend, share it with a family member, um, because that is the best way to say thank you and to continue to share this message and to help this podcast grow. Um, you guys are my family, my extended fam, my team, my teammates for this journey in this game of life. And, uh, it can, be, it can be a hard one sometimes, man, but we get to support each other. And uh, I'm so grateful that you guys are in my life and vice versa. So till next week, you guys, please go apply what you know, what you learned, and let me know what you want to know, what you want to learn. We want to make that available to you guys. So we want to take your questions. If you have questions for me, if you've ever thought about, oh man, Tori, I want to pick your brain. I would love 15 minutes with you. Can I get on the phone? Um, we're going to make that accessible and available to you. If you go to our site, you can put it in our comment section on our social media um, or on our website um, through the contact page. You can submit your questions and we will filter those and answer them on this show in upcoming episodes. So if you have questions for me, please leave them in the comment section and you can also go to torygordon.com and leave them there. I love you guys. I'll see you next week on The Coachable Podcast.